saw the light. I saw the light. I saw the light. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Morgan coming to you live for the Gospel of Two Wheels, number 37, uh, here at the Highland Cycle Studio, super fancy studio. Um, I'm actually filming our vlog also uh, right now. So uh, we're going to have a vlog up, try to do one every uh, Thursday. Uh, when we ride, Burrap! absolutely, Brady Meter. It's a beautiful day here in Montrose. Good morning, Justin Monroe. Uh, it's actually cloudy, but that's okay because it rained yesterday, which means that the clouds are going to hold the moisture in the ground, which means tonight riding is going to be even better. Um, super duper excited about that. Uh, yeah, this is number 37. We're here to talk about the uh, um, nitro mooses again. We've had a show on nitro mooses. Before, uh, I think it was good, but um, I have more information now. I've been running them longer. I will try to read off everybody's questions and answer them. Uh, trying to make this thing so it's podcast friendly also. If you haven't yet, check out iTunes. Gospel Two Wheels podcast is up. Uh, we're trying to get things going there. So we'll see how that goes. Oh. Nitro mooses. Uh, let's start with my backstory on mooses. Um, forever I ran tubes like most of us, uh, especially when I had no money and that was all I had. So I ran tubes. Didn't get too many flats, honestly, but I was also being careful not to get flats. So eventually I decided I'd try a set of Michelin uh, bib mooses and I tried them out and I immediately loved them. Not because of the feel, not because of installs, not because of any of that stuff, but because I could freaking slam into anything and not get a flat because I hate flats. I hate, I absolutely cannot stand getting flats and I really can't stand losing days of riding. So that's the thing with the moose. You can do that. Um, <laughs> Javier says tire balls for the win. <laughs> I have a great story about tire balls. Uh, so I was pre or yeah pre running the it was uh well, the farmington race so it's sand right nothing but sand and sand whoops reason i don't go back there but anyway pre run that thing uh day before the race or day of the race i don't know and i came around this corner and there's a dude laying on the ground and there are tire balls every it looks like thousands in my seriously in my mind it was thousands of little black dots all over the sand and i stopped Tires off the rim, tire balls everywhere, and the guy is just swearing a lot about his tire balls. Uh, so, yeah, I started running Michelins, and I really loved them. I, I figured out how to install them. Everything was good, happy. I liked the Michelins. Um, fast forward, you know, they wear out, but so does everything else on a dirt bike. So, fast forward, um, I, uh, uh, I, I, the nitro mousses come out, right? Well, so, tubeless comes out. I try that. I'm not. I'm not going to go into all of that again. I mean, although I know everybody here would like for me to go into that, but I don't like tubeless. Um, I got nothing but flats and troubles. I don't like checking two tire pressures per wheel before I go ride a dirt bike. Um, I'm lazy that way. I just want to ride my dirt bike. So, whatever. Um, so yeah, not a fan of tubeless. Uh, so I switch over to these nitros to try them out. They were awesome, mainly because they last a little bit longer. Not like forever longer, but longer. So I felt like I got you know more for my money, which is nice. Great. 
I'm not real picky about the feel of my tires. Um, I'm not a great rider. I, I just love riding a lot. I'm not very good at it. So the feel of the tire on the ground, I just, whatever, man, like whatever. As long as they don't get flats, I'm happy. So the nitros were good because they lasted a little bit longer. They're a little bit less money. Um, I'm super happy with that. Justin Hansen says nitro is the best one out there. John Bowman says how long they last. Um, John, I am getting between three and five rear tires and three front tires out of one set of mooses. I say between because it all depends on how much, what kind of riding I'm doing, how fast I'm going, uh, things like that. But I'm it guaranteed three. Uh, usually, I'd say almost guaranteed four by wrapping a tube around it. Um, so that's my experience. So Justin Hansen blew through the Michelin mooses. I understand that. That's actually why Jeff Douglas, the owner of Nitro, um, came up with his mooses is because he used to ride in Baja a lot and he got tired of mushing Michelin uh, mooses. Uh, Michelin does make a moose. I have to say this. Michelin does make a moose that will stand up to high speed and stuff like that. People just don't usually buy it. Um, I forget. It's a desert racing one or something like that. Anyway, there's a special moose that they make that's made specifically for it. I've never personally run one. Um, like I said, I like the nitros. They've been great. One of the complaints people have on uh, the nitros is that they're a little stiff, a little bit bouncy. So Jeff of Nitro Moose, he responded with some softy mooses, and they're really hard to get right now. Um, they do exist. Um, we got our hands on one uh, rear softy because I don't want a soft one up front ever period because that makes me feel like I'm riding on a flat going into turns and I don't like that. I'd rather have a stiff um, front tire. So I put one in a Parker DT on my YZ250 two-stroke old Jolene and I have been super impressed. Uh, it's way softer than the normal one. I'd say it's actually a little bit softer than the Michelin but it seems to be holding up better. I've only got a oh 10 15 hours on it so not just a ton but it's um it it really feels good it's also a stiff tire the parker dt is a stiff carcass tire and the whole thing's stiff because it's a desert tire uh, and it's actually been great it's been getting really good traction on the rocky stuff around here dry creek and the, the like uh so i'm really happy with that but the super duper thing that happened was that um we got contacted by Jeff from Nitro, and he said, hey, man, I've got these prototypes. They don't even have a name yet. They're gray. I put a picture of them up on here. Um, when I post this to YouTube, there'll be a picture of it right here um, <laughs> uh, next to my bike. They're kind of a platinum color, which is funky, and um, they're supposed to be progressive feeling. So they're supposed to be squishy, but then when you squeeze on them hard, they get dense, kind of like a – the foam that's in protective gear on uh, road riding stuff and some gloves and things like that. Um, so hang on, let's check here. Justin Hansen says he runs a 140 moose and his 120 tire lasts longer. I completely agree with that. Um, if you can squeeze the bigger moose in, you'll get more time out of it. Uh, Roy Moline ran the nitro with the fatty front, not a fan, but never got a flat. Uh, changed the way the bike handled a lot. Too much gyroscopic effect for him. 
Uh, never had issues with tubeless, but I see how the mooses are perfect for high-speed desert racing. Uh, Garrett Anderson says, even Tori Anderson is a convert to the moose life. So, yeah, to speak to Roy's um, dislike of the moose, I, uh, on the front, I, I get it 100%. Um, for me, again, I'm not that good a rider. I can't tell the difference um, in the gyroscopic uh, motion, so I don't know. You really do need to tune your suspension for a moose because it's going to change the way everything handles because there's no um, well, the, uh, pneumatic deflection. There. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to put that up there for YouTube also. Pneumatic deflection. So there's no pneumatic deflection when you have the moose or less pneumatic deflection because it doesn't spring back. Uh, so you do need to change your uh, clicker settings or have your suspension valve differently because I mean, if you want the thing to handle perfectly, if you're like me and you just charge through stuff, it doesn't matter. Shane McNabb. So when are these new ones going to be available? First of all, I have no idea when they're going to be available. I, I think there's only like 50 sets in the country right now. So it's, I don't know. But what I can say is when I put those in, and Jeff told me, he's like, you really got to run these in hard before they break in. So go out and get some speed and some heat on them. Like, okay, great. So we went to Hartman's. I have the video up if you haven't watched it. Um, it's I think it's pretty good of us testing it and then the review afterwards. It uh, it did feel actually really bouncy at first. It was like almost like bad, um, just banging around on some dirt roads. Um, but actually, after just a few minutes of doing that and hitting some rocks and things like that, they settled in, and it was like awesome, super awesome, and. I really like the way they felt. We had some uh, pretty good conditions, but it was getting a little dry slick out there. And my buddy Brian, uh, who's run some old mooses that are hammered, was sliding all over the place. And I was sticking a lot better. Um, I was having a really good uh, ride. And I mean, of course I had brand new tires. I was running a Bridgestone M59 front and a Bridgestone X30 rear with those new mooses. And the bike was working great. Um, so yeah, I put 30, uh, almost 35 miles on at Hartman's, which is uh, decomposed granite and rocks and fast stuff and and choppy stuff and all kinds of stuff. And I was really happy. I know it's only 35 miles. It's not a ton of test. I have no idea how long they're going to last yet. Um, so I, you know, I can't say. But after talking to lots of people and I've, you know, I've been doing this a long time now, you. No, nothing lasts forever, first of all, <laughs> and the better it works, generally the <clears throat> shorter it lasts. That's part of the deal, especially with tires, not with everything. If you're going to use tires and expect things to last forever, you're probably not going to get that good attraction or that great a feel. So I personally, I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of longevity and money so that I can have something that A, doesn't get flat, and B, stick to the ground pretty good so that's my situation so, what questions you guys have let's open up the discussion <laughs> brady meter says the advantage of being fat i have movable traction that's true you can just like well and uh as a, a very good friend of mine <laughs> uh thomas Huntoft, who i don't know if he watches this show or if he ever is going to watch this show he's a great guy he is a big dude and really fast just like Brady and like it's awesome he got on a bike of mine one time and it was like 
I don't know if it's was, was my bike. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he gets on this bike. It's sprung poorly. Suspension wasn't set off. I think it was brand new. And he rode. He's like, man, this thing works great. And I'm like, well, freaking A, if the wheels never come off the ground, you have perfect traction all the time. Eric Cancer, anyone try the SRT mooses? Javier has. He can tune in. I think he's really happy with them. Um, I'm going to be trying some here soon. I got to get a set. Uh, I haven't done that yet. Um, one of these, one of these days when I get a chance, I got mooses in all my freaking motorcycles. So it's kind of like trying to decide when I'm going to, uh, get another one. Josh Boodemlia, do you re-lube the mooses, mooses, mice between tire changes or just install them and run the tires until they're burned? I personally just lube them when I put them on and lube them when I put them in a new tire. I use the Murphy's tire soap. Jeff is going to be mad at me, and Matt, the other guy from Nitro, is going to be yelling at me for that. I use the Murphys. I put a freaking metric ton of it on the tire or on the tire and on the moose. I've been yelled about that for my install technique. I put it in the tire, and I put it all over the stinking moose because I want it everywhere. And I get really messy. I put it all in there, jam it in there, and then the thing freaking la – the, the grease lasts forever like that. Now, if I'm in – if I were in a really wet area like back east – or something like that, where you're riding through water all the time and it's human wet outside, the Murphy's probably isn't the best because it's going to wash out because it's uh, water soluble and their their lube would be good. But I honestly don't think they send you enough lube. Matt, Jeff, you don't send enough lube. I don't care what testing you've done. You don't send enough lube. Send more lube. Now, I have to say, with the new mooses I got, the prototypes, he did send me a crap load of lube because he knows I complained about it. So I'm using their lube uh, because why not? I'll give them a shot um, because they they sent me, a I mean, it's like a pile of it. It's awesome. Aaron Rosen, any recommendations for lube leakage? Don't worry about it. It's a dirt bike. Let it get everywhere. It's fine. Um, especially the Murphys. The Murphys, as it leaks out, all you do is spray it off with water and it goes away. So it doesn't bother me at all to have that stuff on my bike, I don't worry too much about what my bike looks like. Uh, some people do, and I understand. Uh, Justin Hansen, what tires do I run with my mooses? I like the Bridgestone M59 up front pretty much for everything. And then I run the Bridgestone X30 in the rear is my favorite. Uh, it's a little expensive and ends up costing uh, more money, but it works really good. I also like the Pirelli MX Extra rear. Um, that's a great one. Um, Javier says the SRT feel good in my first set with a Kenda front tire. He's using a 9121, so a big one, um, and an X30 rear. So again, I'm not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> if you want to sponsor this show, please let me know. If anybody's watching and they want to sponsor this show, I'd love to do that. I'm, you know, I'm trying to make a living just like everybody else. I like putting this stuff out there. I'm going to keep doing it regardless. But if you want to sponsor the show, let me know. Or if you know someone that might want to sponsor the show, let them know. Awesome. But I'm not sponsored by Nitro. They sent me some free mooses to try out, and I really appreciate that. But And I've told the owner of the company this, but the last few Nitros that I've gotten have been weird. I haven't had them shrink really fast like Javier, but I've had them be the wrong size. Like I've, I've run the same size Nitro and the same size tire so very many times that I cut I know what's supposed to fit I use their application guide all that stuff and I've had some of the recent ones be so stinking hard to install 
and, and I couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. And finally, I like I started looking at them and kind of I basically eyeballing. I didn't have a caliper out measuring them, but they're different size. Um, I had one front one come that was like a like circumference wise was just too big. It was like it's for an old Honda 23 inch front wheel. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the heck? I couldn't put it in. Like I, I tried and tried and tried. We had two people. I mean, a front moose is not hard to install people. And I could not get the thing in there. So it was not awesome. Yeah. Hopefully they get that sorted out. I think they're having a little bit of a struggle keeping up. They're selling so many of them. There might be some quality control going on in China. I don't know. I'm still running them. I'm still buying them. I, I like them, but like for instance, the other thing is I can't get very many of them. So right now I got two Michelin rears that are going in bikes today or tomorrow. So that's that's the reality of it. Uh, Brady meters SRT mooses seem good. I've used a couple sets. They seem to be between the nitros and Michelins. There we go. Uh, off the topic, he says. Sorry, I was trying to read. Off the topic. What are your thoughts on electron carburetor? Worth it or nah? uh cory hood depends on the bike you've got and the carburetor you've got i like electrons and smart carbs i think the smart carb is probably uh i don't know might be a better product i know javier likes it a lot better than the electron it's way more easily adjustable which is nice um i honestly i'm kind of going back to just normal carb man i my bike our ktm runs so good with the jd needle in the makuni carburetor and it's a makuni carburetor i do not like i'm not gonna dance around that one that carburetor in general sucks but with the jd needle in it it is really good the bike runs crisp the plug comes out looking just right every time i've got no spooge We've got 90 something hours on the thing it's running great i'm about to take the piston out of it um just to freshen up the top end We'll get a great look at it then. We'll do a live show about that. And it's, yeah, so, man, I'm kind of a fan of just getting the thing tuned right because uh, I feel like the Electron and the Smart Carbs, a lot of money to spend on just not having to fiddle with it. Um, but it depends. It depends on what you're, what you're like. If you like to just not fiddle with anything, get Electron or a Smart Carb, put it on there and get it tuned, and you won't have any problems after that. Um, if you don't mind jetting things, I like messing with just a normal carb. Uh, what's a carb? F5 for the win. Thump, thump, says Brady Meter. Fair enough. I got one of those too. It's pretty nice, I got to say. Chad Hucko, you still fiddle with Electron to get it set up? Yeah, absolutely. You do have to fiddle with it. It's not like fiddling with it, though, in – I mean, you fiddle with it kind of once until you get it dialed in. Same with the smart carb, although I can say – that there's been some uh issues with like I've, I've got a friend with a smart carb he lives well he lives all over the place because he's a welder and he kind of travels around with work and he's had to fiddle with his smart a fair amount to get it dialed in um and it never did run as good in california as my bike with the makuni and jetted right so there's that uh, javier says file the slide on the makuni Smart carb is nice for above 10,000 feet or 11,000 feet. Yeah, I've, and the thing is, they're all good if you tune them right. Um, I've never, I haven't filed the slide on my Makuni, and the thing works like brilliantly, just the way it is. So I'm not going to mess with mine. 
Bryce Davis has a great question. I wonder how many of the issues with the Makuni stems from the jet block gasket. Good question. That's, I don't know. Um, I haven't fiddled with that personally. And I can say that my Makuni sucked with the, the recommended jetting and even with my own personal fiddling um, until I got the JD needle in it. And if you, the, if you take the, the needle out and look at it, I wish I had one here. I didn't, obviously we weren't planning on doing carb talk, but that's fine. I'm all for it. The needle on the Makuni stock is the freaking weirdest needle you've ever seen. It's like, basically it looks like this. It comes up and instead of just tapering on down, it goes up and then does this crazy taper, then up and then like a needle. It's weird. It's like it goes from full, uh, full, you know, lean to full rich, like instantly. And so I don't, yeah, I'm not a big fan. Matt Simpson says, seem to lose a little off the bottom with Electron. I would agree. You lose a little snap. You gain a little smoothness, which is nice. I like that. Uh, Matt Adams, the jet black gas you is, issue is a real thing. You get to see a stock gasket come out in good shape. Um, I'm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure it's a good, a real thing. I didn't mean to say that it was not a real thing. Um, I just meant to say that it was, I don't know that it's the whole issue. Um, I think that the, I think that the needle shape is a giant issue also. Brian Duvall says, so are you running rather stock jetting and then just the JD needle? Um, so Brian, no, I'm running leaner than what they recommend in KTM's book. And I actually run a one leaner main jet than what JD even calls for. Um, just because, like I said, I'm not real fast and I don't get up on the pipe too terribly often. So I like it a little crisper. So I run, it's a right now, a 380 main, whatever the style, whatever they recommend on the pilot. I can't remember what that is, a 30 or 32 or something. I don't know, whatever they send in the JD kit, which is way bigger than the stock one. Uh, and then the JD needle, I run the red needle in the number two position. So I'm a little bit leaner. They, I think they would normally call for two and a half. They've got a little uh, uh, spacer in there to help you out. But anyway, um, I'm a little leaner than all of it because, again, I'm not real fast. But the it works good for me, and the bike isn't – I'm not blowing it up. And the plug comes out chocolate brown every time, so I'm, I'm happy with it. I haven't – like I said, I haven't taken a piston out yet, but I got 90 – two hours on the bike right now and it's spot on. And that does include some wide open out in California and in uh, Oklahoma. So pretty happy with that. Uh, Bryce Davis says, mine worked great for 120 hours with filed slide, then low mid issue cropped up when the jet block gasket failed, there you go. But the JD gasket and it's back to being beautiful. Right on, good to know. So I'm maybe not at the point, maybe I'll get that gasket. Actually we have one, I just haven't put it in yet because I haven't had the problem. Um, also, the correct – Kim Jackson says, also the correct size needle jet. Uh, yeah, for sure, 100%. Um, Emily Raffaele says, Kian for the win. Absolutely agree. Kian carburetors are phenomenal. The PWK that came on the bikes forever is a great carburetor, and I don't know why they took it – well, there's money issues as to why they took it off, and I know why they took it off, but anyway um, – yeah, I wish it was still on there. That thing, you jet it like the book says and rip. Sean Rapp, what would you recommend for my 2009 YZ450 carburetor bike? I live at 9,000 feet and it's not running good. Sean, first of all, 
take the thing apart, clean it really good. Take the mid body apart and put a new gasket in it. I guarantee you that's a problem that you're not even looking at. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google mid body gasket on FCR carb. You'll see what I'm talking about. We sell them. I can send you one or you can get one online. Super duper easy. Take that thing apart, clean it really, really, really good. Put it all, put a new gasket and put it all back together. Then put the jetting that recommended for your altitude. I would say one bigger on the pilot. Uh, that's a physics problem. I can explain later. Um, you can go on to my, if you go to my website, by the way, uh, highland-cycles.com, go to the free ebook section. I've got a whole bunch of free references there and guidebooks for our writing area and stuff like that. Um, there's a carburetor guide. Talks a little bit about that. But I normally go one up on the pilot and like I'd go three down on the main from whatever stock was. I, I just don't know what the stock numbers are off the top of my head. Uh, and then I take the needle and I drop it one position and you should be really close at that point. Uh, Bryce Davis, have you done any head mods or SX head? No. Own stock runs great. Back to Bryce's comment about have you done any head mods or SX head? I haven't. Um, I have not felt the need to get any more power out of the bike, honestly. Um, Bryce, you've ridden with me. I'm not that great, so I don't like, I don't, I don't need any more power. Um, the bike seems to pull really good down low. On my YZs, I always used to shave 10,000s off the head, before, like almost when it was brand new, when I lived in Gunny at 7,700 feet and all the riding was there up. Um, that did make a really good difference on the compression and helped with the, uh, help with the low end that you lost because of that lack of compression. So I did do that. I, like I said, I haven't really felt the need on this. Um, when I rebuild it, I might um, do something. I might put an SX head on. I'm sure it makes a great difference. I just don't know that it's going to make me any faster. Uh, Bryce Davis, I like riding right off idle. Uh, taking 15,000s off really woke my 300 up. I'm sure it did, dude. It makes it's awesome. Like I said, it's not that I don't think it works. I just haven't felt the need to take the thing apart or spend any money. Uh, Spencer Sutton says, new to Mooses. Need one for 90, 90, 21. Uh, which one do you choose? Uh, Spencer, I, if you're going with the Nitros, get the NM21-220, I believe it is. No, 235, the, the bigger one, the bigger front one, uh, because it's going to last longer in that tire. You can put the smaller one in, and it might be a little softer at first, but you're gonna, it's going to wear out pretty fast. On the Michelin side, I don't think you have an option uh, here. So, and on the... The SRT, I don't, I haven't even looked at the SRT offerings that well, so I'm not sure. But go with the bigger on the front, in my personal opinion. I, you know what, if you like dirt bikes, I like you. So that's all that really matters. I will give you a super duper hard time about a lot of things, but if you like dirt bikes, you're a friend of mine. That's all there is to it. Period. And hey, can you suggest a Nitro Moose to make mooses for 85cc wheels? I would be all over them. Dan Hatton. So, yeah, Jeff Douglas just chimed in. So, Jeff, let him know if that's even an option if you're looking down that road. But um, I can say, Dan, the – hold on. Woo, my thing is – so, Dan, all you got to do, save old mooses from big bikes, cut them up, shove them in there. Works awesome. Like, And, you know, yeah, I know the joints and the rubbing and the – whatever. They're not going to go flat. 
uh, and they're used anyway. You've already gotten your fun out of them. So you put them in 85 wheels, they work great. That is my suggestion to you. Good. Jeff Douglas says they do make them for the big wheel 85s currently. That is good to know. Um, I did not know that because I haven't bought any because I cut ones down for my kids because I'm not buying new ones. I love my kids, but uh, they don't get new mooses. Thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you're watching this on YouTube later, thank you so much. Subscribe to our channel. And we want to spread the gospel of two wheels everywhere we possibly can. So Punk Rock Club, thank you guys so much for watching all the way to the end. I really appreciate that. Um, this is a huge turnout. So thank you guys. That was massive. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ride dirt bikes tonight. I'm so stoked because I love dirt bikes. Um, thank you guys. I love you. I hope you spread love, peace, and joy in the world everywhere you go today and spread the gospel of two wheels. And please, 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 please get out and ride your dirt bikes.